Corey Lewandowski knows a lot about polls and polling. He's been a uh, consistent uh, Trump advisor and confidant for the former president. And Corey, a New Hampshire resident, political analyst, often on the show, joins us. Good morning, Hampshire, the Pulse of an H. Corey, good morning. Good morning, Jack. Happy, uh, hope you had a great Christmas. Same to you, Christmas and uh, happy holidays. All right, Jay, what's your reaction uh, to these polls that appear to be tightening with Nikki Haley and uh, Donald Trump? Are they, are they anything close to accurate or not? Well, look, Jack, I don't want to talk about internal polling that the campaign has, but our polling does not reflect uh, what the St. Anselm's poll has. We, we do believe, of course, the race is always going to get closer. Donald Trump has maintained somewhere north of a 50-point lead uh, for the better part of six months now. And the last time any candidate was within 20 points of Donald Trump was in June of this year when Ron DeSantis uh, was within 20 in the state of Iowa. Obviously, that has gone the wrong way for Governor DeSantis, and I think it is now widely expected and anticipated that Donald Trump is going to have a massive victory in Iowa in just about three weeks from now. So very exciting, a little under three weeks, actually. So very exciting for him. Here in New Hampshire, look, I think the race is going to change dramatically. I believe that Governor DeSantis is going to get out of the race after Iowa. Most indications are that's going to be what happens. Uh, if you believe the media accounts, Jack, Vivek Ramaswamy has now stopped spending money on television. He's canceled all of his ad buys. That's another indication that a candidate is potentially getting out of the race. Then you've got Asa Hutchison, who still remains in the race, but is polling somewhere you know, in the one percentile. So really the wild card for the state of New Hampshire, which is not uncommon, is Governor Chris Christie. And the question becomes, does Chris Christie stay in this race through New Hampshire? He is not competing in Iowa. Right. And if he does, most pundits believe that that only benefits Donald Trump. Okay, but some of the things you talked about there, Ramaswamy, DeSantis, it would further bolster that what Governor Sununu and Nikki Haley have been saying, it's a two-person race in New Hampshire in the primary between Trump and Nikki Haley. Do you think that's going to be the case in the end, really, those two? I think it's – look, I, I believe that is probably the case right now. I think it probably comes down to those two, and, and I'm going to make a bold prediction, which you know, I'll probably get yelled at for down the road, but <laughs> Nikki Haley's probably going to walk out of New Hampshire with a delegate or two because of the way we uh, select our delegates, and if a candidate gets north of 10 percent on the presidential primary ballot, they will get a delegate, and it's proportionate. But, Jack, I have to remind your listeners of what happened in 2015 and 2016. Mm -hmm. There were 16 people in the race. Donald Trump got 35% of the vote. Other individuals uh, received delegates. John Kasich received delegates. Jeb Bush, I think, received a delegate. Marco Rubio received delegates. Chris Christie received delegates. So, so that's not a surprise. But what we know, Jack, is once you get through New Hampshire, and Donald Trump is going to win New Hampshire, he is going to win Iowa, He's going to go to Nevada, and he's going to go to South Carolina. And if Nikki Haley can't win in any of those other places, and I don't believe she's going to win in New Hampshire either, the question remains, why stay in the race? Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee, and so I think she'll be getting out of the race probably by South Carolina. Yeah, I would agree with one uh, one, one observation. Corey Lewandowski joining us. Good morning, New Hampshire. The Pulse of an H. Jack Heath, Jay Dawkins, the boards. What you said, Corey, that if after New Hampshire – Nikki Haley doesn't score a victory in any of those key subsequent primaries, which are right in a row, including South Carolina. I would agree with you. However, I want to go back to New Hampshire. What if, what if Nikki Haley upset Donald Trump in New Hampshire in the primary? Just a what if, well, even by a couple points. What if it's a Haley win here? How, how damaging or tough would that be on Donald Trump? Or do you think that's even, do you think that could happen? I don't think it could happen, but let's just play the game for a second. What if Nikki Haley were to do that? What I think you would see 
is the continued consolidation of a race, particularly the establishment money gets poured behind Nikki Haley, and it could potentially propel her to compete on Super Tuesday. The problem, Jack, is it takes an enormous amount of resources and an enormous amount of organizational skills to compete in a multi-state field on the same day. Mm-hmm. We're so far down this path that come early March, which is now you know, really 60 days away, almost 65 days away to Super Tuesday, it's almost impossible to put the organizational structure in place, coupled with the fact that many of these states have changed the rules, so that's winner-take-all for the delegates. Even, and I am giving you a big caveat here, Jack, even if Nikki Haley were to win New Hampshire, and I don't think she will, uh, it would be very difficult for her to compete on Super Tuesday. Governor Sununu, Nikki Haley, I guess there's going to be an ad release. She's going to be on the show tomorrow. They're turning up the heat in the next seven to ten days here, trying to tighten the gap even more. Um, Governor Sununu, is he going to be, I've asked you before, is is that endorsement and his effort going to be marginally helpful, largely helpful or not helpful? It's to be determined. You know, I think you have to look at the race in its entirety. And, you know, where does where does Nikki Haley fit in Iowa? Does she finish second? Does she finish third? Where does she fit here in New Hampshire? Jack, look, the the Trump team is acutely aware of what's going on in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Nevada. And you will see the continued escalation of surrogates who know Nikki Haley the best coming to New Hampshire to make their case for Donald Trump. There is a reason that every single statewide election elected official in the state of South Carolina has endorsed Donald Trump's campaign for re-election. Those are the individuals who know Governor Haley the best. Those are the individuals who served with her when she was a governor or in the legislature. Those are the individuals who decided to support Donald Trump. Everybody in that state is with Donald Trump. And, and if you remember, Jack, eight years ago, Nikki Haley was supporting Marco Rubio in the state of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump had a guy by the name of Henry McMaster, who then was the lieutenant governor. Henry McMaster delivered. He's now the governor. And everything that the governor has is going to help Donald Trump in the state of South Carolina. I would not be surprised if you see a massive delegation from South Carolina coming to New Hampshire to educate the people here of who the real Nikki Haley is. Oh, interesting. Hey, before I let you go, Ron DeSantis, you referenced him in Iowa. Um, Coming out of his re-election to Florida, he was really the biggest Republican name in the country outside of Donald Trump. And then Trump announced he was running again, and of course DeSantis eventually got in, but he's a sitting governor. Why hasn't Ron DeSantis resonated better in New Hampshire? Is it because he's pulling from the same kind of voter base as Trump or not? Well, I think, I think uh, Governor DeSantis' team made a critical mistake. They waited too long to get into the race. They took a bunch of money and started knocking doors in California and places that weren't early states. Uh, we've seen a mass, you know, shifting of resources. I think he's gone through like 260 or $280 million, and he only goes down in the polls. Look, the problem Ron DeSantis has, particularly in a state like New Hampshire, a retail politics state, is that he hasn't been able to make his case and doesn't connect well with individuals one-on-one. And that's where Donald Trump has always exceeded expectations. It's where John McCain was very good. And in order to win New Hampshire, you have to be able to connect with voters one-on-one. I think Ron uh, and his team ran a fundamentally flawed campaign. It reminds me very much of a previous governor of Florida who also thought that they were a shoe into the nomination, blew through hundreds of millions of dollars and lost. Yeah. And, and I do believe that Governor DeSantis's campaign will probably end uh, in Iowa uh, in just about uh, two weeks. Before I let you go, Corey Lewandowski, on behalf of uh, his former boss and still a very, uh, there was a national story done, still has the ear of Donald Trump and New Hampshire resident, political analyst. Corey, before I let you go, governor's race here, you're well, you're familiar with it. 
Kelly Ayotte, the former U.S. senator, had a big fundraising number. But Chuck Morse, former Senate president, he endorsed Donald Trump that weekend, a few weekends ago at UNH in that rally at University of New Hampshire. Uh, do you think do you think that's going to help um, Chuck Morse in that race? Does he have a good chance, a slight chance or no chance against Kelly Ayotte, for example, for that Republican nomination for governor? Well, Jack, I've learned a lesson of nine years of being in the Trump world not to get out in front of Donald John Trump on any issue, but I will tell you that uh, just prior to that rally, I had the privilege to uh, sit in the beast with Donald Trump, the, the armor-plated vehicle, as we left the airport and drove to the venue. We talked about the race for governor, and what we've decided, and you know, the, the, this the president's decision, of course, is he's going to wait till after the New Hampshire primary, his primary, on the 23rd before he makes any decisions. Look, if you're a candidate and you want that group of support, that base of support, those Trump voters who are going to come out and vote every single time in Republican primaries, of course you should be endorsing Donald Trump. But it's also about electability. It's about making sure that Republicans hold that governor's ship here in New Hampshire and making sure that we don't have a big spend liberal Democrat. We will be benefited as a Republican Party by a competitive race on the other side and I believe with Joe Biden on the top of the ticket, who's not even on the ballot in New Hampshire, yeah. the people will remember that come November. Do you think this would, would, would Donald Trump be open to possibly endorsing Kelly Ayotte, or would it likely be Morse? Jack, I think it's, it's honestly too early to tell. Look, we've got, we've got you know, nine months before that primary even happens. And, and what we know about Donald Trump is when he decides he wants to support somebody, a lot of times it takes people by surprise. He endorsed Bernie, San, uh, uh, Bernie Marino just uh, about ten days ago in Ohio in a competitive three-way race. But, look, that's a decision that the president and the team makes based on a number of factors. At the end of the day, though, Jack, it's a one-person decision, and Donald Trump will have to sit down with both of the candidates and have conversations and then decide what he's going to do. You think Joe Biden wins the write-in effort here or not? I think it's a real battle for him. I'll tell you, if I'm Ray Buckley and, and the Democrats, Gene Shaheen and Maggie Hassan, uh, you know, I am just devastated that my president would even have the decency to put his name on the ballot. You know, Joe Biden has continuously... You know, stuck his nose in the air at the people of New Hampshire leaving early, as you remember, four years yep. ago to go to South Carolina. Yep. Didn't even stay till the polls closed on primary day. Uh, if he loses this state in a presidential primary, it will be historic. The fact that he, we know that if he stays on the ballot, he will be the nominee. This notion that uh, you know New Hampshire could have just had some of the delegates taken away isn't going to make a difference at the convention, but it will remind the people of New Hampshire that Joe Biden doesn't care about them. Corey Lawrence, a lot of stuff. Corey Lawrence, thank you for joining us. Good morning, Hampshire. The Pulse of Nature on this Wednesday. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thanks, Jack. You too.